Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And I am here, a very tired man. Yes, you are, sir. I'm very tired today, Jack. Yes, you are. I, I am. My name is Josh <laughs> Loftus. I'm here with my co-host in crime, hashtag Boomer Jack, Jack oh Berry. Gosh, yeah, hey, it's trending now, you know? I feel like once Ed Romaine posts something on Twitter, it is like, so let it be written. So let it be done. Wow. It's it's ingrained. It was Get, BroJack. undermined by friggin' people in different states right now. <laughs> okay, you want to talk about, you want to talk about getting, getting, <laughs> getting slapped by people in different states? Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, Speaking of I, that. I had, I had a moment <laughs> this past week. Um, Josh had a, I, had a little O moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And we'll talk about uh, Little O a little later. Uh, no, we're not. I'm tired of talking about Little O. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, so what what ended up happening is what I just put happened out, was uh, yeah yeah I just put out a tweet, just an innocent tweet, you know, nothing big deal, like not very controversial. All I said was that I don't think the Lord's Supper should be administered at weddings. That's all I said. Super innocent, yeah. bro. <laughs> the gates yeah, they, of they hell dragged you. have they no you. fury. I they was getting you. retweets and retweets and retweets telling me I'm a gatekeeper of the gospel. I don't understand <laughs> the gospel. I had the United Methodists coming at me telling me I need to read Rachel Held Evans because Ooh. I don't understand the gospel. Mercy. I had like famous people, like people like with 50,000 or above uh, followers retweet telling me that like no the weddings weddings a liturgical service and the hate dude i got moited <laughs> they were at the play of haters ball Boy. dude <laughs> hey 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 i had to like i i finally got to the point where i was like huh 
this is what it feels like to be Driscoll. (laughs) 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 That everyone hates you, and you have to. uh, Well, only with Driscoll, I think he loves it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it. It wasn't. It wasn't fun. And uh, that's the last. Like, like leave it to me to say something true, but say something uh, just like dogmatically on Twitter. Like I'm. I should have learned. I should have known. That is not the place. You want, yeah. I would have. I would have posed your tweet as more of like a, as more like Ron Ron Burgundy or something like that. It's like the Lord's Supper at weddings? Question mark. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then same Ron Burgundy. Like five minutes later, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, uh, man, I got I got torn to shreds, man. Um, but there were some good interactions out of it. I gotta say, yeah. Had some good interactions with some very kind people, but that was probably yeah. about seven to ten percent. The rest yeah. of them were uh, just telling me yeah. that I didn't understand the gospel and I was gatekeeping. Yeah. Which, oh my gosh, that's uh, <laughs> oh big <laughs> oof, big oof. Okay, Jack. So that's been what? my week. How has your week been? You are coming down to the wire oh, of yes. uh, being unemployed. For what, uh, like twelve hours for, for, then, for a day? <laughs> yeah, for a day, and then getting <laughs> in your new job, baby. Tell us about it. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So I was. So most. So when you go from because I've been in higher education for most of my career. So when you go from one college to another, uh, sometimes it's pretty easy for you to transfer over a different college. But then, the thing that makes it like the army is they give you a checklist to exit out. Okay. So that your email doesn't carry over and, you know, you you basically settled all things that you need to settle. And then especially if you talk most of the time tomorrow, I'll be talking with HR because I'm doing an exit interview in the morning and then also talking to benefits about my last paycheck, about cashing in my leave, about cashing in my sick leave, getting all that cachiche settled. Oh, yeah. Um, But dude, don't let them skip on that, man. Oh no! It's no, no, the no. government, I, I've dude. Seen they're it. gonna they're gonna try to keep every little bit that they can, man. They're gonna. No, I've seen I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, plus, I'm in the union too, so you know I I'll file a union. <laughs> you know I'll file a complaint. I don't. I'll go to a steward. I don't That's care. <laughs> I'll bring somebody with me. You want to play this game? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, basically, uh, I'll talk to benefits, and I don't see any issue with them cashing out all my leave. And everything like that. I've done it before yeah. when I've left. Um, sure, sure. When I left Yakima Valley College to go work for a church, and then when I came back into higher ed, I left that college, and all my stuff transferred over because I'm in the still in the same same college system. And so, yeah, yeah. it's just going to be uh, now. It's just basically taking all that stuff out, and I might convert my retirement over into an IRA. So that'd be nice because there's a good there chunk go. of change in there. Well, dude, um, but yeah, I'm happy for you, man. Fun like, times. New job, new new digs. Uh, you're going to be training up in Seattle for a little bit, so we might have to try to get together and, yeah. uh, I don't know, do something. It'll, I'm not sure what, but I was, I was uh I was looking at the traffic report Yeah. because my new manager is like, hey, make sure you keep all your receipts for gas and stuff like that when you're going up to Seattle. I'm like, cool, awesome. And then he's, and then... I looked at the traffic report at like seven because I'm supposed to report in there at nine on Monday. I looked at it at seven a.m. and it's like an hour and fifteen minutes to get from Welcome to Seattle, my house, into like the Soto District. Welcome, 
Yeah, enjoy enjoy our pain. Well, Jack, we've just turned into a, like a massively boring podcast. We're talking about traffic <laughs> right now. We've been talking about IRAs, talk. retirement. Talk. Like, hey, welcome to the Jack and Ted show. <laughs> Jack and Jack and Josh show. Oh, oh man, what's under your hood? Um, so, Jack, what we're going to talk about today, and here's the thing, I need to caveat this, because yes, anybody that's on the Twitterverse, uh, everyone, okay, there's always outrage on Twitter, but there's yeah. some people that spark more outra- outrage than others, right? Yeah. So, yep. everyone knows that, you know, like, it, lo- love him or hate him, Owen Strawn's, a, like, he's very, he's very, very public figure. Very honest about what he thinks. Very, um, very loud about what he thinks. Right? Yeah. Um, he says some good stuff here and there. Some of the stuff I'm like, eh, you know, wouldn't have said it like that, or I, you know, really, really don't believe that. He had a tweet today talking about how things, God stakes everything on men, all that stuff. Right? <laughs> blue Twitter God's up. Gambling. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> blue, God's gambling blue, on red now. Blue Twitter <laughs> up. All right. Um, you know, he's, he's stoking that fire like he does. Okay. Like I said, love him or hate him. It's what he does, right? It works for him. It's his shtick. Pretty much. I want to go on record by saying this episode is not unequivocally not a response to that tweet. I texted Jack days ago. Saying, hey, you know what we should talk about? We should talk about the importance of women studying theology. Yeah. And why that's a topic that, especially in the church, isn't talked about a lot, right? And we're like, oh, that's a great topic, right? I mean, we've both been having conversations with with, with uh, people in our life that are like, yeah, well, like this should be encouraged more, right? And we're like, that's a great topic for the reformatory. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We, we queue up to record today. I'm texting Jack. I'm like, all right, Jack, we're going to record, uh, you know, this ep. It's going to be really good. Um, and then he, and then that tweet comes out, and I'm like, now everyone's going to think that we yeah. put this out as a response. So now I got to do a little caveat and say yeah. this is in no way a response to Owen's tweet. Um, Although ugh. Owen's tweet tweet is like the stupidest thing i've ever okay. heard in my life i mean let's be honest why are this. we talking about it okay i mean yeah. we can talk, okay. we can, we okay. can talk about the, our okay. actual episode but i mean man like come on bro so, like <sighs> homie yeah just take a chill take a chill it, pill and just stop on the on the twitter verse here for I, a I i i will say this and then and then i and then we're done <laughs> okay. and then we'll move on and then we'll move on I am unclear as to what he was trying to say. Yeah. And I think if he was trying to say what I think he was trying to say, it did not come out right whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it, it, it wasn't worded well. It was it was very hot takey. Um, all the things that, that, that Twitter loves and that oh, yeah. do not lean themselves to good conversations. Okay? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it. Like, again, love him or hate him. It's like you he, rage tweets. <laughs> That's a thing. He rage tweets. He like gets something in his Which mind. We know, and he rage yeah. With, and again, like like I have a platform to stand on. Like I just yeah, like, I know, right? yeah, yeah. Communion shouldn't be had at weddings. I don't know what everyone's problem is. <laughs> when did you turn into Christian Alex Jones? Yeah, right now? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen to me. Christians should not be taking communion at their weddings. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a goofy tweet. It, it was it was a goofy tweet, man. Um, I think again, like I'll be honest. I think I think he's got some good things to say. I think he's got a platform that he could be utilizing, and that one was just kind of like meh. Ugh, that was odd. It was odd. But anyway, Jack, I want to give some love to the ladies of yes. the Reformatory. Some of our lady yes, listeners, which we've got to have a few. Like I, I'm holding out that there's at least a few ladies that listen there's, to the Reformatory. It has to be a dozen, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> a dozen, yes. Well, let's let. <laughs> hey, dozen was good enough for Jesus. It's good enough hey, for us. You know on what? This show, we will okay? take you if you are a lady listener of the Reformatory. We would love to hear from you. Right and seriously and, and yeah yeah we really would and we love to hear your thoughts on this too so this episode goes out to the ladies although men we'd love you to listen to because we think that like this is something that we should all be encouraging right it, it, this isn't something that yeah. that only applies to ladies is my point yeah. right so what I wanted to talk about is the importance of women especially in the context of the local church engaging yeah. with and studying theology. Right. Yeah. How this topic came about, I'll give a little backstory. I was talking with my wife and my sister-in-law, actually, and we were talking about uh, church and like church membership and different like like uh, Bible studies that we've all gone through and things like that. And I found I found something interesting is the vast majority of Bible studies that I have gone through within the church have Mm -hmm. been very theological. Right, we're going through yeah. like a J.C. Ryle book or an A.W. Pink or Sproul or you know, uh, you know, like a portion of the Institutes or you know, something like that. It's very, very steak, right? Steak and yeah. potatoes, right? Which, yeah. which I love. I think it's very valuable. I think we need to be doing that as Christians, right? Mm-hmm. And they get this like blank look on their face, like that is not that has not been our experience whatsoever. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, like, what do you guys go like? going through right see we get around we we, we sit around oh, go gosh. through this like goofy book that usually has like flowers on the cover and we talk about our feelings <laughs> and i'm like what and they're like yeah it's 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 so often again not across the board there are solid mm-hmm. churches out there that i think are doing fantastic work but i think from my discussions with them and and other and and other women that I that I that I I think uh, are very sound theologically right there seems to be a trend within greater Christendom in that there is a lack of theological substance when it comes mm-hmm. to the material the marketing and just the overall the overall quality of material that are that are geared toward women in the local church right and we have a lot of um gender segregated classes um and a lot of those things which again i'm not i'm not against those i think it can be beneficial here and there but overarchingly there seems to be much more emphasis put on the men studying theology than the women studying theology and I think that that's, that's something that's overarchingly true, even though I know for a fact there are outliers here and there, right? Yeah. So I, I'll i just put my cards on the table. I don't really like that. Yeah. I think that if you are a Christian, mm-hmm. no matter your gender, yeah. no matter what 
the Lord has you doing, whether you're working or you're a stay-at-home mom, homemaker, like you know, whatever you're doing, your identity, who you are, is not found in what you do. Yeah, it's found in who purchased you, right? Mm-hmm. You are a Christian first and foremost. You might be a Christian homemaker or a Christian mom, Christian wife, Christian nurse, Christian lawyer, Christian doctor, whatever it is, whatever the Lord has you doing, your identity first and foremost is found in the person of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Because of that, it is vital that you understand and know who God is. Yeah. And how do we do that if not engage in theology, right? Theology, Theo, God. Ology, the study of. It is literally the study of God. You want to know who God is, you must engage in theology, right? So mm-hmm. I want to pop this over to you, Jack, and and say, I guess maybe first, like, why do you think there is such a why do you think there at least appears to be this this divide between men and women's material when it comes to like Sunday school or Bible studies, um, where there just seems to be a lack of emphasis on theology for women? Yeah, I think um, part of it, I think, is uh, you just have to accept what's going on right now within American evangelicalism, which you have two camps, really. I don't like to be labeled a part of any camp right now, I guess, um, because I really don't fit in those boxes. Um, So you have the complementarian camp, and then you have the egalitarian. I would say if you want to put me in a camp i guess i'm complementarian but i really don't like using it because of some ess terms well some... it's gotten hijacked is the problem sure yeah you know and yeah. so i think that the problem is is that we've kind of tribalized the way that we um train and disciple people mm-hmm. and that tribalism starts to weed itself out into like a um, really weird path. I think the the weirdest thing that I saw was it was at Southern Theological Seminary where it was just like an all women's class. Um, and I'm just like, why do all the women need to be segregated from the men in a theological classroom? <laughs> I don't know. Like that, like honestly, like being in seminary at Western, I had um, pastors and their wives were part of my cohort and it was really illuminating to have the women in there really chime in on the books and the topics that we were talking about because it really rounds out how you think about things um and i mean at our church um when we put together a some type of product or i wouldn't say product but a guide to help us uh in the study that we're going through and whatever epistle or book we're going through we have both men and women sitting at the table basically talking about what's best what does this look like from scripture how did the people in our church how would they respond to this how would it benefit them so there's really a round table of people from different experiences and different backgrounds basically coming together and laboring onto the lord um and if it's just like men who are doing that um i feel like we're really falling short if it's just men doing that and it's put all on men to do the work of training and then they have to train their wives 
I, I don't know. I feel like that's going against somewhat of what Paul's saying when he's talking about uh, being co-laborers and especially women too. I'm not even talking about dynamics of complementarianism or egalitarianism at this point. I'm just talking about plainly what Paul's talking about and also what you're seeing in scripture of that dynamic and then how does it work itself out in the local church to where you have women who are empowered and who understand these deep theological things and they aren't just looking to the men and they're saying, okay, well, you know, regurgitate, you know, the doctrine of the Trinity for me. Sure. So there's been a recent book that my wife and our church did. It was a ladies group and it was talking about, um, it's talking about church being a place to belong at and a place to really understand your identity as uh, part of the family of God. And it was going into some deep stuff about what it means to be the church and what that looks like and kind of sussing that out. And so I know there's absolutely material out there, but I think so many times that material and the teachers who I would say are solid, like um, Melissa Kruger or uh, some of even Nancy Guthrie's work, uh, especially when it comes to like um, Advent series and stuff like that. Like that gets hijacked from the girl wash your face oh, stuff. Oh my of, gosh, dude! Of let's let's grind, let's rise and grind kind of crap, uh, and kind of workspaceism. To be honest. Um, Versus like, no, we need to actually think about and dwell on the fact that Jesus, we need to receive and keep receiving Christ into our life and coming to him with open hands. Um, That's the gospel. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, it really has to come from like a change of dynamic of right now, I feel like American evangelicalism is hardcore stake theology is for the men and everything that's emotional is for the women and just let's split that up well yeah and, and it's it's denying that men have emotions yeah right it's like oh <laughs> come on man like i see how you react when your seahawks lose <laughs> oh like, come on don't tell me you're not emotional right but but here's the thing is and again again like if if i'm not i'm not coming against like men you cannot teach your wife's theology i'm not saying yeah. that at all no 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 of course not that's that's totally fine to do if that's yeah. if if that's the the conviction you guys have in your home right sure i'm just saying a great way to do that <laughs> is yeah. to encourage your wife, right? Or you know, you know, you know, or your daughters, right? To read good theology, right? Yeah. Give them a sprawl book, man. Give them, give them, because here's the thing: they women, and I feel so bad for my sisters in Christ in in the in the the evangelical circles that we run in. I feel mm-hmm. so bad for them because there are so few good resources out there, theologically good resources that are tailored to women, right? Yeah. There's a lot of great theological resources out there, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of resources out there that are tailored to women. Yeah. But the vast majority of them are these ones that you, that you what you mention? Girl, wash your face, right? It's, oh yeah. my goodness, dude. Like, it's horrible. Right, it's it is like, and then so so they have a choice between that, or they can they can listen to Beth Moore, or they can like 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 the choices are so few, yeah, (laughs) of solid 
theologically true doctrine that are specifically tailored to women, right? And I just, I it hurts me that 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 that's the way it is. So the greater, I think, the greater thing is we need we need more things that are tailored to our sisters that come from a true and correct theological perspective. Mm-hmm. I think we can get there. I want to get there, right? But yeah, here we are right now, right? Yeah. So my encouragement to my sisters and and, and to my brothers who have mm-hmm. sisters, right? Yeah. Um, your wives, your daughters, right? People in the church too. Like if you're a pastor and you have all these women in your church and you're and and you're you're starting to gain like ideas of okay, you know, we want to do a women's study um, that 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 comes alongside the women of our church and helps equip them to be better Christians. Yeah. Not necessarily better moms. Yeah. Not necessarily better homemakers or better mm-hmm. CEOs of companies, better Christians. Yeah. And this is what we need, right? Mm-hmm. We need to understand that our identity is first and foremost in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I need because here's the thing, if you be, if you learn and are taught how to become a better Christian and understand the immense glory of the person of God, you're going to be a better mom. You're going to be a better homemaker. You're yeah, going to yeah. be a better wife, right? That's where it starts. Yeah. Is understanding was, who God is. Yeah, I was even kind of discussing this with my own wife. I'm trying to remember. We were having this um we were having this discussion and I was talking to her about when I got um when I got the job offer for my new job. And the scripture that kind of came to my mind as I got that was, you know, uh, as you work, work on to the Lord. Mm, So as you're working, this is actually a testament uh, to how you perceive uh, the Lord as your master uh, who is overseeing your work and how you're trying to do diligently, not only please maybe your manager, but also please the Lord as you're doing this. And so... Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that and kind of talking to her about that. And she absolutely relates because she's a second grade elementary school teacher. (laughs) Sure. And most of her time is working onto the Lord in this way of shepherding kids' hearts and minds and steering them in the right direction of learning, especially reading and math right now. That's a huge focus they have on right now. So, um, but yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I... I really get frustrated with this idea that we need to segregate men and women and then kind of go off into these different channels and routes versus why don't we just all come together and all get the same teaching and all be equipped and challenge each other this way. Um, And I've seen that happen in really good contexts. But then I was hearing um, a couple that's coming to our church and she the the wife was like you know we're coming from a church that really like almost like kind of um apologized for using theological language in sermons <laughs> what and so it's like yeah it's like um uh, you know you know i apologize if i get deep <laughs> if i get deep right now but it's oh, like dude. okay it's like 
And I, so she comes from a Presbyterian background. And oh, well, I said, I'm, now, and, I, I, now I know why she was all yeah, ticked off. Yeah. Well, she comes from a Presbyterian background. And that morning we actually uh, recited the Athanasian Creed. So oh. I'm like, how'd you like that one? Huh? 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> so little, we've been, little we've been doing that. Sweet in the pot here. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. been doing that a lot. Uh, Welcome so to the we're like, land. yeah, well, We'll recite and kind of do a call and response with the creeds and confessions lately. And that's been really good because it centers us on the historicity of our faith, but also the richness of who Jesus is uh, in these theological terms sometimes uh, from our brothers and sisters in the past who kind of crafted those. But yeah, it's um, if your pastor is not, I would say this starts off with your pastors, really. If your pastor is not going deep into uh, the doctrines of the faith and equipping people on a Sunday morning in your Lord's Day service, that's a problem. 100%. Because then, because then, Preach like tech. you're you're not gonna. How do you expect the moms and the sisters and the daughters to really want that if you're not even doing that in the first place? You Ooh. know. Ooh. Ooh. That's not a hot spittin', take. That's spittin', just facts, spittin folks. some truth right there, man. You're sounding like Little O. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am definitely not like Little O right now. But here's the thing. 100%, 1,000% cosine on that, man. Yeah. We need to understand that it comes from the pulpit first. You yeah. have to make theology a priority, not just the understanding of theology, but 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 the explaining of theology as to how this then manifests itself in bringing God greater glory through our lives, right? Yeah. And to my sisters out there who might be struggling with, as 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 many ladies I know are struggling. <laughs> With the lack of resources, like first, I'm sorry. Like I, I really do feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are tremendous theological resources out there that I think it, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. I don't care who you are. You grab those and you dig deep. Yeah. Right. Get yourself into some Sproul. Get yourself into some Spurgeon. Pick up, you know, the first. The, I think it's three volumes of Calvin's Institutes. Right. Yeah. Gr- dig in. Dig in. To there's some been old some, dead people. Yeah. There's some. <laughs> there's a. There's a movement now with a lot of people uh, looking into uh, Bavink. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh huh. Yeah. He's solid. He's solid. Yeah. So, so it. And again, like. I, I'm hoping that we move away from the trends in churches where we're having these studies that are tailored toward one specific demographic in our church, like I was talking about, right? Like, like you know, we're going through this book yeah. on how to be how to be a more patient mom. Like, okay, you know, it, that's a good thing to want to be. It's good, sure. but you're going to have a lot of individuals in your church that aren't moms. Yeah. And some of them... A great majority of them aren't moms because God has said no. Yeah. Right? We need to understand like the demographic and the people that are in our church. So instead of tailoring them to a specific role of of women in your church, mom, homemaker, right? Yeah. Which again, I say those a lot because those are the classic ones, right? Nobody's really sure. doing a 
a book study in churches on how to be a good Christian uh, female doctor. <laughs> right? It's just, yeah. it's really, it's yeah. really not happening. Right. Right. But you're going to have those people in your church. So yeah. instead, why don't we bring the focus back to theology, understanding mm-hmm. who God is. And through that, you will see the equipping of the saints, both men and and women as the Holy Spirit takes the truths of Scripture and applies them individualistically to those individuals' lives, right? Yeah. Because that's what the Spirit does with truth, Yeah. right? Is he will apply them to the Christian, right? And that's going to look different for every person, right? Yeah. So men, women, boys and girls, study theology. You should do it. It's really, really good. It's good for you. Yeah. It's good for the church. And I really want, again, to kind of be the change I want to see in that I want to be part of kind of a kind of a resurgence, if you will, of of the of proclaiming the importance of doctrine and theology and the study of it for everybody. Right? Yeah. Not just a theology class for men. Let's do a theology class class. Yeah for women or let's do a theology class and bring both men and women in right period yeah let's do that again i'm not against segregated classes i think some topics are easier to talk about when you are able to be in a group like i understand the mentality behind them sometimes they can be appropriate but i think there's too much of it yeah is my biggest thing yeah the biggest thing that i see would would benefit uh, both men and women is just starting out with biblical theology, yeah, and seeing how. I mean, honestly, seeing how, and this is just a simple thing: seeing how the um, the cherubim progress over the time of Scripture to being. You know, the cherubim are made and fashioned on the top of the ark, mm-hmm. and then you see in the prophets. Uh, especially, I think it's Isaiah in his vision. Uh, the they are kind of covering themselves with their wings, and yeah. they're just kind right. of sta- uh, in certain places. And at the end of Revelation, you see them flying around, and they're actually worshiping God. Mm, sure. So, but you don't get that if you don't understand biblical theology and hermeneutics. Sure. You don't get that, and I can dang well tell you 100% that maybe 50% of people in the church, maybe at best, if I said hermeneutics, they would know what I'm talking about, but I'm not even going to count on that. Herman, Herman who? <laughs> Herman who? <laughs> yeah. See, see, here's the thing, like, and here, here's the advice to my single fellas, right? Get yourself a girl who's got that, 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 that ESV Bible. With the institutes, get it, girl. Come on now. You know it's true, man. I get I want so that excited. Camden Street Bible. I want oh, that CSB, baby. Okay, okay. That's fun too. That's fun too. That's good, right? But but I see I see women in my church engaging in theology. Man, I get so excited. I get so pumped up, man. It is so cool mm. to see that. Um, yeah. And we need more of it. We need yeah. more of it. We just need more people equipped, you know? 100%, um, especially in the times that we live in, dude. 
Yeah. Especially absolutely. especially in the times that we live in, right? I think that's I think that's the biggest lament that we're trying to communicate is that we see a lopsidedness and mm. how people are trying to disciple and equip people versus just equip your church. You know, just just all together, everybody is rowing together. Yeah. No people not one people is rowing harder than another. Everybody's rowing together. Yep. So how do we all row in that same direction when it comes to understanding who our Lord is yep. and how he works and what does he do and why does he do it and how does he um, show himself in the pages of scripture and how do we understand that from historicity and everything along those lines and the creeds and the confessions. So, yeah, it's stuff like that that I think that's the biggest lament <laughs> Yeah, is that you know and it pains me so hard it pains me so much because some churches you walk in there and say you know we worship the triune god of scripture the who does a what's a yeah like they are completely drawn blanks and it's like wow what is going on here you know and here's the thing my my sisters in christ are just as much part of the body as i am yeah. And if you're going to be an effective part of the body, you need to understand who that body is worshiping. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You need to understand who God is. And that's theology. That's how mm-hmm. you learn, right? And I want my sisters to be just as equipped to defend mm-hmm. the faith, understand and recite the deep magic that is reformed theology. I want them to be just as able to do that as me. Yeah. Right? Because that's that's what we as Christians should want. Mm-hmm. Regardless yeah. of your position, regardless of where God has you in life, regardless of your gender, r- regardless of any of that, you need to be a Christian that is ready and understands mm-hmm. their source material, <laughs> right? Yeah, seriously. Right? Seriously, seriously, man. Like, start getting into the five solas, the doctrines of grace, confessionalism, the glory of, 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 of covenantal theology, and the, 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 the incredible way that it sets the gospel on display throughout the entirety of scripture right there is so much to be studied and learned mm-hmm. and both men and women need to engage in it uh with with all their hearts and all their minds because that brings god glory and that yeah. makes that that brings him honor mm-hmm. right uh when we attempt to plumb the depths of who he is right yeah, it's not only that, but it's it's what we're going to be doing throughout eternity, really. Yes, man. Um, so if, <laughs> yes. if you're not if you're not equipped in doing it right now, it's like, uh, I don't know what you think heaven's going to be like, but uh, <laughs> oh, I'll I mean, learn everything I need to when I'm dead. <laughs> that's uh, oh my gosh. Um, so I mean, that's the I think that's the biggest thing that is when I go into like biblical theology studies mm-hmm. yeah. on certain things. Like that's when it becomes evident of how much I need, of how much the scripture is just overwhelmingly not even plumbed to its depths by me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also how it it is a it is literally a well that will never run dry, oh. and it is a mine that will not stop producing um, precious metal. You know. So. Yep. Yeah. Sisters, we love you. Don't wash your face. <laughs> I mean, Get not yourself. in the context that we're talking about with that book. I mean, please do. 
in other ways, but not with that book. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, ladies, pick yourselves up some some doctrine. Dig deep. It's good it's good stuff. You will be blessed. Your families will be blessed. The church will be blessed. Jack, we have um, sauntered through the Big uh, Eva has sung. Big Eva has sung, baby. <laughs> We're pulling and she that says, one out again. Read baby. some theology. <laughs> That's what she says. Oh, right, man. Jack. Why don't you get us out of here, man? Before we say anything else that might be uh, used against us in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, men and women of all ages, if you appreciate our. I wouldn't say sultry, but I would say our ga- <laughs> definitely our, not sultry. Uh, our gallivanting. Nothing about, there's nothing about us that is sultry. <laughs> our gallivanting of ideas on the local church. You two can follow us on the sociables, if you will, the Twitter, the Tweaker, the mob site that will literally go after Josh on anything that dude, he tweets they, out. They murdered me, man. They, I, they killed did, me, they, dude. They drag. They finna drag. Look you. at it. They, um, look, look, look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, I wanted to give that me that oh, gift man. to myself. Yep, pretty much. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, little blue bird site. You can find us on the Facebook, the Metaverse, the Zuck site. Mm. It'll go down mm. in twenty four hours. You can find us also on the Instagram. Goes well with chocolate and marshmallow all at the tag at reformatory pod yeah. josh you can tell the lovely people how they can maybe donate a little a little uh cachiche a little yeah. a little pence that's right if you will that's right well, maybe couple- some bits to our cause <laughs> cut you off there sorry <laughs> you weren't done with the alliterations <laughs> um we do have a few ways if you appreciate jack and i's attempts to encourage the centrality of the local church in the life of the believer. There's a few ways that you can support us. Come alongside us. Um, You can join us on Patreon. We do have a Patreon. We appreciate our patrons that are there right now. And for the small dose, dose, (laughs) for the small cost of $5 a month, $5. $5 holler. That's right. You could become a Patreon and your name would be Hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. We have a website, reformatorypod.com, and on that, you will find local church merch. You'll find hoodies. You'll find t-shirts. You'll find mugs. You'll find wall art. You'll find a plethora of things that say, I love the local church, and I'm not afraid to say it. Yes. That's exactly right. Last but not least, we are on the road to 100 ratings on Apple iTunes. We would greatly appreciate you joining the fight. I see the numbers. I see who listens on iPhone. Oh, even at 60 yet. It's it's 98% (laughs) of you. I see how many downloads we get per month. Seen it. And I see how many ratings we have per month. And guess what? Guess what? The numbers don't add up. They don't add up. They don't lie. We're at 50 ratings as of this recording. We're halfway there. We want to get to 100 ratings by the end of the year, and you can help us. Please give us a nice nice five-star rating of appreciation. And leave us a review if you want. You can uh, tell us what you like about the podcast. You can leave some questions. You can do whatever you want. But that five-star rating, that would help us out greatly. Gets the podcast up to more people. We greatly appreciate all of your guys' support. We thank you for listening. We will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. 